Hello, and welcome back to Not Your Inspiration, the podcast where we ramble about disability. My name is Gray. I'm the host of this shit show. Okay, here's the deal. I did not feel like writing a script. I have not put out a podcast in a while, and I'm like, okay, I need to make something, but I didn't feel like putting work into it. So I was thinking, what's the most pretentious thing we can do that takes the least amount of work? And it came to me. Reading poetry. So I know this is a disability podcast, um, but I thought, what better way to promo myself than to read my own poems? You know, like, what would Oscar Wilde do? You have to ask that age-old question, and this is the answer to that age-old question. Some of you know, I've been working on a novel-length poetry um, collection, so I thought I would read some of the poems, and yeah, we can just go from there. All I feel like all of us, not all of us, but most of us write poetry. I don't know, I think it just comes with being disabled and gay, is, is you have to then write poetry. I thought we would start with my poem that is most obviously about chronic illness, because after all, I mean, this is what the show is about. So this poem is called How to Write Morphine, a Love Song. How to Write Morphine, a Love Song lose yourself to the illness crumble you are an ancient church your body is dirty stone your body is broken imagery archaeologists digging you up after it is too late let yourself surrender white flags raised sleep now darling you can mourn tomorrow relinquish to the pain it is all you are a furbile dream a scream in the night Allow the agony to consume you. The sickness is malignant. Your soul will beg for company through the night and your mind will beg for death. You must deny it. Stay alive. Stay lucid. Next, you must wail. Spend your time keeping nurses busy. You are stronger than those dreams. Lie to yourself. You don't need it. Sob the sterility away until you are out of breath. Let your jaw ache from gritted teeth. White knuckles don't make you a saint. Denials your addiction. You don't need it. You're not sick enough. Pick at the IV. Say a prayer. Sometime before morning, it's time to give in. You'll be out before the sun is up. One push and you are an ocean. Tranquil and far out deep and dark and unknown, simple blue nothingness. But you'll still feel the panic. You'll still feel the pain. The sickness is a malignancy. It will slither through the thin drug haze. Angels don't wear scrubs. Angels don't slice you open. It's just an illusion. Everything is an illusion now. You lose your pen, your paper, your writing hand. Kiss your metaphors goodbye. You're delirious, my dear. You're going to die. This is when you say enough. Rip the needle out. Sleep till you find sanity. It'll come back. It will always come back. Hold a pill between your teeth. Tell it you're kissing it and you're praying again. Beg the pill to work. Coerce it. This is where you tell the drugs how much you love them. You hate them. They do not work. Lie to them. Tell them they matter. Tell them they are all you have left. All that you are. You're not addicted, honey. You're just sick. Intravenous salvation. You are nothing more than hollowed cheeks and wary eyes. 
You feel nothing. You think everything. Every shaky breath, every buried scream. The pain itself is Morphine's love song. Okay, so that's obviously a really emo poem, but um, it has that hashtag deep meaning. I was in the hospital, and at least for me, whenever I'm in the hospital, even if you don't ask for it, you're always on some sketchy combination of meds, and a good friend of mine had overdosed, and I thought, I don't know, I need to write a poem, and so I did. So, this is such a strange episode. I didn't know what I was expecting. I don't know, really know how to structure this, but I guess we're all just along for the ride. Okay, poem number two, called Flowers. Flowers in my bed till you never let me break again. If they would let us breathe, leave me to my dreams, can't take titanium streets. Fight me all you want, but don't drag me from my head. Sleep a little longer, dear, the Bastille can wait. Make a maze out of books and junk. Get me lost, get them out. Don't fall into your own traps. I'll be by your side when they kill you. Wrap me up and toss me out. I'll die today if need be. I am full of boundaries, but the ache is not. Our lives were lines in the sand. Only so mortal, ever so tired. Do you ever read one of your old poems and you're just like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? And it's yourself. And you just can't remember what you wrote that about? Because that's me at all times. All times. 100% of the times. Although that poem I actually wrote after watching a documentary about the Collier brothers, I think were their name. Names. They were like these brothers and they lived in New York in the 1920s and they were like notorious hoarders and hermits. And it was an interesting documentary and it, I don't know, it inspired poem. Reminded me of myself if I was like, you know, a weird creepy straight man from the 1920s with an identical twin brother sometimes you know just got to imagine all right let's find another poem now i'm getting into it you know once you get past the awkward you get into it okay here's one all right this one is called sculpted i by the way i'm really bad at titling poems like really really bad so i kind of just read through them and find a word that i like and make it the title that's my creative process now you know Anyway, sculpted. You gave me insanity. Tied up with a ribbon, a beautiful gift-wrapped craziness, you made me the forest fire I am. How dare you use the mania you so graciously gave me to say that I'm a fool. There's no gift receipt for fear. I worked hard for this anger. No lies. I do not forgive. This is mine to hold. You gave me terror for my birthday, nightmares for Christmas. You gave me my edge, my sharpness. Your flames melted a knife-like defense. I will melt down my harshness, sculpt a new soul from the ash. I will not become my demon. The day I am soft again is the day you no longer own me. I traded bruises for rage. Do not discredit my disgust. One day soon, I will have a body that you have never touched. The parts of me you hate the most grow gold with beauty. I am unstoppable in my repulsion. I am never yours again. I feel like if that was someone else's poem, I'd be like, oh my god, that's so good, I love that. 
but just the fact that it's my poem makes me hate it and want to burn it and burn myself. By the way, I will say some of these are cringy. I picked out a few bad ones from like 2015 and later because I feel like sometimes you just have to read your bad poems. But I will say if this is an interesting concept, then I think I might want to do an episode, well, two different episodes, one where everyone submits their poems and I read other people's poems about a certain topic because there are some amazing, I feel like all of my mutuals on Tumblr are all amazing poets, so maybe we should just do a poetry reading episode, or maybe I should do an episode where I read my old bad poetry because some of my bad poetry is, like, hysterical. I mean, it's funny. Not to me, to everyone else, though. Okay, this one is actually a song that I wrote for someone, except I can't sing and have no musical talent, so I just wrote the lyrics, but, you know, let's read it. I called it Around the Bend. There is no power when dark is safe and does not hurt, when there's no need for light, a fear of light, a distrust of light. All things lost and all things gone. There is no stage without a show, no show without a story. No story when silence feels so good, like morphine, and talking feels so bad, like withdrawal. Kings who poison men and men who steal girls and girls who steal food. Allegories don't matter when hunger looms around the bend. Okay, not you can kind of tell that I use like the same three metaphors over and over again. But I will say this was written in July 11th of 2014. So, you know, cut me a little slack, okay? I'm growing as an artist. Okay, let's see. Next poem. Next poem. Woo-ooh-ooh, ooh, I'm looking for good poems. This one was written recently, end of, well, mid-2017, okay, called it Oasis. Giving up is a mirage. There is no oasis on the horizon. It's not real water I see, but oh, how it glimmers in the sun. Never before have I been so thirsty. So close is a pond of cool salvation. My lips are chapped and flaking. I'm ravenous for change, parched. I know better than to try and chase down the mythical place where earth meets sky, that thin line where water lays. Don't run down fever dreams. Never follow delusions of the afternoon heat. I will not die here, halfway to hell on a dusty desert road. My obituary will not read, died in vain, trying to catch an illusion. Yet in these scorching days, it's a comfort to know that there is a pool on the horizon. I will say, I was watching a desert- you know how there's like desert movies, like movies about characters surviving in the desert? Okay, I was watching a desert movie and I'm like, oh hell yeah, I'm feeling that metaphor. What even is this show? I mean, really, what is it? Like, what is this episode? Why am I doing this? This is supposed to be about, like, my searing insights about disability, and I'm reading poems. I mean, who signed up for this? Not me. Not anyone. Okay, who wants to read a poem that I have cleverly titled Unfinished Draft Number 12? Okay, let's read un- That's not actually- I mean, I, I will say that's not actually the title, because I wouldn't put it past myself to, like, pretentiously name a poem, like, untitled. Like, as the actual title. 
oh, what's your poem called? Oh, this is my poem called Rough Draft. No, but this is actually an untitled, unfinished poem. The indignity of survival, trapped where I lay, I've used up all my similes. Like fire, like hell, like poison, like growth after war. The indignity of being a cliche. Yeah, I don't know where that's going. And I also, since it's number 12, have 11 more unfinished poems laying around. Well, more than that, but you know. I want someone else to finish this poem for me. Like, use it and run with it. I want to see what other people come up with. Like, I'm tired of my own poems. I want to read other people's poems, you know? Okay, let's read my first ever poem that I posted on Tumblr.com that I wrote for Tumblr. So it's a little, like, Tumblr-y. But, you know, that's okay. Sometimes that's how it's got to be. Okay, I called this one Unafraid. I am nobody's daughter, and I am unafraid. After all the running and running, chasing loss with pride, pride with whiskey and whiskey with pills, I am unafraid. I am terrified. Another voice in the crowd, the stories become me. Hiding so long, fighting so hard. I'm tired. Who is this? I'm weary and I'm scared. I have sang for my supper for so many years, enthralled to finally dance on a grave. They buried me in two. Oof, that ending. What am I doing? Why am I like this? Also, why is my voice like this? Maybe it's kind of one of those things where listening to yourself reading your work is awful, but I'm so sorry to everyone who's listening to this. Like, I'm just genuinely sorry. I'm also not done. Maybe I should be, but I'm not. Let's find the most pretentious poem I have, shall we? I'm looking for, like, just the most- Oh, here it is. Okay. Most pretentious, fake artsy, like, weird indie guy with a beard and a scarf who calls his girlfriend partner types of poems. Okay, here it is. Written in- February of 2016. I called it, This is not a poem. That actually is the title. This is not a poem. It can be whatever you want it to be. A cry for help, attention-seeking, an artistic statement, simple prose. It doesn't matter what you think as long as you know this is not a poem. This is not a metaphor. It is not an idea. It's life. Unedited life. Scribbled out at midnight, this is art, but it is not poetry. Oh, but it's not pretty. Oh, I'm sorry, I misread my own poem there. But it is not pretty. It's not anything. The only reason you might call this art is that everything is art. This is empty. This is meaningless. Interpret my words however you wish. It can mean whatever you need it to mean, but this is not a poem. And this is meaningless. This hurts really bad. I'm going, I was going to write something along the lines of my words need morphine, but then I deleted it. Because this is not a poem. My words don't need anything. They're words. They're not real. Meaningless. Yet everything. I want to scream. I need to sleep. What does it mean? What does it mean? This is not a poem. Oh my god, I wish that there was like video to accompany this so you could see my beet red face because because why am I like this is really the question of the century. And I have to say, 
I I like the idea that I was going for, but like 10 out of 10, no, okay, 8 out of 10 idea, like negative 2 out of 10 execution, I think. Should we read a few more? How long have I been yabbering on for? Yeah, let's read a few more. Why not? Why not? Okay, this one's called Writing Oceans. Writing Oceans on what's hidden away. In a dirty, dark room, a lust for light not known. Swimming for miles, nobody's seen the other side. No one made me jump in, no one taught me how to swim. Disgusting, nauseating, overbearing pride behind the promise of anonymity. Self-proclaimed unworthiness in the heart of tiredness, an ode to the mothers of murdered children. That just seems unfinished to me. This is my own work and I hate all of it. I can never tell if I- if- are you supposed to like your own work or always hate it? Because some people always love their own work and some people always hate it, and I'm not sure which is less embarrassing. Okay, let's read more pretentious poems. I'm on a roll now. I love reading my old pretentious poems. Okay, this one is called Mirrors- Mirror- I can't- okay. Mirrors. Mirrors. You know, the thing that you look in and see your reflection if you're not a vampire. That thing turned windows. So we watch ourselves dance with ignorant lovers through mirrors turned windows swept aside, toiling for nothing more than spotlit ingenuity, the seductive traits of normality waltzing starry-eyed, violinists complimenting expected deceits of humanity as we make ourselves tango to the brim of lying sanity. Mirrors turned windows, we become who we need to be, we become us per courtesy, laughing and dancing all seen, shielding from tragedy turned agony, morphing from rage to hypocrisy, swept aside. Okay, two things. One, okay, no, more than two things. First thing, not awful, but second thing, like, put down the thesaurus. Like, what am I doing? Put down the thesaurus and use real human words. And I always do this where I write words that I don't actually know how to pronounce. And sometimes it's because I just have a thesaurus out and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll use that. It has the right amount of syllables. But other times it's like a word like mirror, 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 mirror. I, ugh, I can't say that word. I also can't say, okay, wait, am, ambulance. Okay, I just said it. But I, yeah, mirror and ambulance are hard words to say if you're not thinking about it, in my humble opinion. Which is not as humble as I make it out to seem. Okay, let's read... I don't want to end on a bad poem. Let's read a few more. Okay, this poem is called Neon Lights. Tie me down, don't let the water reach. Milky white and gently lulled to sleep. Neon lights can shine on for weeks but nothingness doesn't come when I plead. Tie me down, don't make me choose. Damned if I run and damned if I do. An endless night of twisted fun, soft and white takes over me. Tie me down before the storm, vivid eyes that do not see, waves crashing off cliffs in another land. But here this poison reeks, and neon lights still shine on for weeks. Teach me how to breathe. Okay, I don't know what I was, I, like, I don't, I don't know. I read poems back to myself, 
and the question is just why but decent concept strange unintentional rhyme scheme going on that needs to be changed but you know okay i'll take it it's fine it's not the best but it's not like awful you know it's like mediocre chinese food that you know is like not authentic and not good but it's better than anything you have in your fridge that's like my poems should we read one more okay let's read one more because this is the only other one that i opened up the only document that i've opened so let's read one more and then i'll shut up and be done talking okay this one's called silk i reached out and touched the vastness silk does not follow here nothing follows here Shock me into existence. Warm me up. We danced like phantoms. Photocopy perfection. My hand, my hands are bound to mirrors. Dry and ailing. Speak soft and slow. Pray for music before dawn. Afterbirth of existentialism. Kill me in a crisis. Kill me in peace. We cannot both be the monster. Why did you make me? Did I already read that one? Did I read the same poem twice? It's quite possible. Wouldn't put it past me. One thing that I can never understand is, you know, when, like, you're watching slam poetry videos or spoken words and they're so dramatic and there's, like, they're acting, you know, and it's like, that's great, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how not to read in, like, a fast, monotone voice. Like, I don't know how to have any human emotion when reading my poems, you know? Like, the poem is the human emotion. I don't know how to then read it back with human emotion. And I will say, I've also never read poems out loud, except until right now. And I don't know if this even counts because I'm sitting alone with a microphone. So, not my strong suit, but we're working on it. So, yeah, those are some slightly questionable examples of poems from... A book of poems that I'm working on. So far I have like 208 poems for it, but I'm guessing like a solid half of those will be cut down. So it's still in the works, but it's better. The other thing though is I've been working on the same book for a long time. So I have poems in there from like 2015 and I was a a much worse writer three years ago than I am now, you know? That's the struggle. Anyway, If you've made it this far in the episode, thank you. That's amazing. I apologize for the weird and off-topic episode, but I feel like I needed a filler. I needed something to do. Next episode, we're going to be back on topic, talking about the same things I'm always talking about. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe, Patreon, all of that fun self-promo stuff. And as always, take care of yourselves. P.S. I just want to say... One of my friends just said that this episode is like the equivalent of a Night Vale episode being about their favorite recipes, and I just thought that was such a good metaphor, I had to include it. Okay, now I'm for real done.